Welcome to Second Cherry, an actual Eurovision podcast. Welcome to Liverpool. Hello and welcome to Second Cherry. I'm Monty. And I'm Matt. And this is a podcast that usually brings you the songs that didn't make it to the Eurovision Song Contest. But, of course, we're here in Liverpool to bring you a flavour of what's happening on the ground. We are indeed, and my flavour on the ground, Matt, has been Grapefruit Lonkero so far. <laughs> <laughs> I practically turned into it in the Euro Club. I feel like I'm wee in clear, crystal, cloudy liquid. But you probably are. <laughs> Not clear, crystal clear. There's two. <laughs> the Eurovision brain's set in for me. I'm very tired. I'm having very, you know, weird it's... speech impediments. <laughs> <laughs> it is that point in the week, isn't it? It's yeah. Friday. We've... Uh, you know, we're all a bit raspy and uh, we've got just a couple of days to go. It's Friday already. We've been here a week, Matt. Mm, it feels like a month. It really does. <laughs> when you're out every night. I mean, this is what Eurovision's about, isn't yeah, it? You wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely. We've had a great time, actually. We Two live shows so far. The second semi-final last night. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was exciting, wasn't it? It was. We, we, we said this to our friends in Euroclub, where we were saying, you know, maybe the second uh, semi-final wasn't quite as good in terms of song quality. Um, it's the weaker, weaker semi-final. But we actually enjoyed it more than the first semi. Just the show itself and the fact we were with people that we knew, the Aussie Vision boys. Yeah, it was lovely actually to, to watch the semi-final with them and just see their reaction when Australia qualified. We popped that on our Twitter, so do have a look. Our lovely friends, uh, Dan and Mikey from, uh, from Aussie Vision, really lovely to spend some time with you watching the semi last night. It was more fun, I thought, than I enjoyed it more. I think, on Tuesday. I'm not sure if I'd managed to get my um, painkillers in a better position for my knees. So therefore, I was in less agony standing uh, last night. But I just, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It was a, a more eclectic mix of songs, but a really, really good show. And, Matt, how many did we get right in our predictions? Oh, we got all of them, all ten. <laughs> well done. That's yes, high, high five. five. That's a, that was a slap of the hands, not... this is the point of the week at which we are (laughs) so we've had some big news today from the ebu haven't we we have Mm. actually quite shocking but in a good way um yeah luxembourg returning to the contest next year indeed five-time champions (sighs) luxembourg i mean that's you know that's potentially interesting for the race to who can secure the most victories Mm. because you know, they're only a couple behind the leaders, Ireland, and only one behind Sweden. You know, so if they come back and, you know, they're good at this game, then let's see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to expect, what kind of music we might get. Is it going to be along the lines of, like, San Marino, where, you know, they'll have to sort of buy in artists, as it were, um, to, to moonlight for the country? Or... Will they go for young talent? Will they sort of really lean heavily on you know, on France and French artists? Really interesting stuff about what they might send. Yeah, I mean, they always did tend to borrow artists from many France, I guess, um, because they, you know, had Francophone entries. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the modern Luxembourg brings to the contest. You know, it's 30 years since they were there, so... 
It will be interesting to see what they can come up with. Very exciting. Welcome back, Luxembourg. So, we have not yet seen the rehearsal for the final. We were busy this afternoon. We weren't able to watch that. So, we can't tell you or spoil you on any of the parts of the show that are going to come together around the songs, the opening act, the interval act, etc. We've not yet been able to see it. But in the early hours of this morning... As is traditional after the second semi-final, we got the running order for the grand final. All 26 songs and the places they're going to sing in. So, let's have a little look at that. So Matt, what stands out for you first of all? Let's have a look at the first half of the running order. Well, let's start at the beginning. A very good place to start. As Julie Andrews is quite correct. <laughs> because, you know, it, I think this is quite an interesting choice having Austria to open because it may suggest maybe it didn't get quite high up on the rankings from the semi-final. Maybe that isn't always an indication, but to open, I'm quite surprised. I thought there were other, other people you could have put to open. Yes, I'm a little bit surprised that it's opening because it does feel like one of the big hitters. But actually, the way that the first halves and second halves came out of the pot, there's a lot of the favourites are in the first half. And I guess you've got to put things somewhere when you're putting the running order together. Um, it's a big opener. I mean, it's a great song. I fear that being in the opening slot, it may do something like uh, an El Diablo, where it's such a stunning performance and then it just kind of gets a little bit forgotten because it's come too early in the running order. Yeah, I think I think that's what's going to happen. No matter how memorable the performance is, mm. people ha- they will only remember it for so long and there's so much show to come yeah. after. I mean, remember that there is the insistence by the EBU that the producers putting the running order together don't know the results. Yes, of course, people at the EBU do know the results because they've had to verify them coming in. So they know who's performed where in the semi, what the ranking is. But apparently the show producers who are putting the list together don't know that. So, you know, we we have to kind of take them at their word okay. on that um, and, and think that, you know, they, the, the, the results is not influencing where things are in the running order. But of course, there's plenty of other things like how fans have reacted, how popular a song has seemed, how much engagement there's been in social media and so There's a lot of metrics which they will have in their back pocket in order to be able to work this out, even if they don't know the ranking in the semi-final. So Austria opening. We're not going to go through everything, but just pick out a few highlights. So second place, Portugal. They've been given this dreaded graveyard slot. Yeah, but I don't think it really matters. And I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but I think this song, I think it did scrape through the semi. And so I think it's always going to be sort of towards the back of the pack. So putting it second, I don't think it's going to hurt its chances too much more than they were already hurt, if that yeah. makes sense. I think the same maybe for the third place as well, and Switzerland. I really was impressed. I did yeah. get to actually see the performance. I missed it in the rehearsal, but I did get to see it in the um, actual semi-final. And I think it's really impressive on stage, but again, just feels like one of those that's going to be sort of lower down the pack, probably. Fourth in the running order then, after that, is Poland. Then Serbia. France at six. The first of the big five. Yeah. 
Yeah, early out France, but I mean, you know, there's three to cram in to the first half, so again, they have to go somewhere. I don't think sixth is that bad. I don't think it's a. Uh, it's early, but it's not. It's it, we're settled. We're settled into the contest there, and I think it will have a big impact after Serbia. Yes, it will. Although we are talking about a run of countries now, which I think potentially could do very, very well. Um, so France being one of those countries. Song number seven is Cyprus. Stunning performance from him. Um, after that is Spain in eight and Sweden in nine. Very early for the rain. It but is. of course it's first half. So, you know, again, you have to fit these songs in and there's only so many... Uh, places you can put them. I think that is an interesting run, run of songs. It's some really strong vocal performances, all very contrasting styles as well. Um, you can't necessarily see all four of those scoring well. Something's got to give amongst them, especially because they're in the first half. So we'll see after tomorrow night. Tenth is Albania. Again, I think we expected, you know, them to qualify, but probably fade away in the final. And then the third of the big five, it's Italy, Marco Mangoni. I think that's a decent place for him. It is for, for, for him, but then to be followed by Estonia at 12, that's a weird mix, putting two similar type of songs, although that's quite broad, similar songs, they're not similar, but these two sort of ballady songs getting people feeling emotional. I think they contrast in the larger scheme of things because you've got Sweden, Albania, then Italy and Estonia, and then in 13th, the, the latest this song could have been placed is Finland. Mm. I think that is a choice. I think that is a choice. But that not that the show producers know who won that semi. Was it was it Finland? Was it Sweden? We don't know. But they know it's, it's up there. So, yeah, putting it on as late as possible is a, a bit of an indicator. The second half starts with Czechia or the Czech Republic and My Sister's Crown. I think that's quite a nice placement for that. It's a big contrast to Finland, but it's again another big number. So it's really keeping this interest in this middle section of the show. And then Australia, Voyager bringing power as well. Then we got Belgium. Yeah. Kind of mid table, um, mid running order placement for Belgium. A spot that you think in the past has been deemed one of the good spots that you want did he go so big in the hall did that translate at home as well I've got a funny feeling Belgium did really well in its semi well I always said I think this will do better than most people think mm. it will it's a it's a little bit of a dark horse just because people enjoy the the sheer joy and, and, and happiness of it. We've got Armenia following Belgium in again in a really prime slot but I don't think there's really enough in that song to really challenge the upper end of the scoreboard and then we've got Moldova and then into the the host away from home um entry from Ukraine this is 19th so we're kind of getting to the back end now I mean we knew that Ukraine was going to be 19th because they drew their position just as the United Kingdom did um so you know there's no there's no avoiding that Uh, I think it does feel like you know whilst there is still widespread empathy for Ukraine it doesn't feel as though this year's vote is going to be as heavily influenced by people wanting to show solidarity. No, I think I still think there's remnants. We've said this before. I think there's remnants. I think they'll get an, uh, an inflated vote. But I don't think that running order necessarily helps them or hinders them. 
I don't know. There's a lot to come, which is very memorable, <laughs> so which might wipe out some of that um, recognition. Although I think it's hard not to keep Ukraine in your mind when watching this year's Eurovision. So maybe that's not they're running order of all the countries. Doesn't actually matter. You said there's some memorable songs to come, so let's run through the next. We've got Norway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big number, as we know. Then we got Germany, Lord of the Lost with Blood and Glitter. Yeah, remember this one. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't really know how this is going to go. I mean, obviously, it is so unique uh, in this year's lineup. But, um, you know, for me, it is way down the bottom. Uh, so this feels like a bit of a throwaway slot. But you just don't know coming late in the game, you know, how, you know, people are people going to remember those first songs. Is there something here that could just sneak past in that later running order slot. Uh, I think it really has thrown it wide open. And speaking of wide open, the dark horse of the contest for me, even more so now, not to win, but for a really good result, is Song 22 and it's Lithuania. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was so impressed by this. Oh, wow. And I know seeing it live it is completely different. You've got to take it with a pinch of salt, but... It just looks so gorgeous on stage. The the backing singers that she has are, are just lifting her. I, I think it's perfect. And I think coming after Germany, it's such a contrast. I don't know. I don't know if that draw is good or bad for it, really. But uh, it stands It stands well, I think. Next is 23, Israel. Noah Carell. Yeah, she's got a good slot, eh? Good slot. I think yeah, she's done well. Absolutely. I mm. think the Israelis will be pleased with that. But I don't think it's enough to... To challenge for the victory. No, not at all. 24 in the running order is Slovenia. I don't think they'll be happy with that slot. I don't think they will be. Because wedged between Israel and then the next one in 25, Croatia, that's a, a bit of an odd one for them. So, yeah, so second to last that is, song 25, Croatia. Obviously then leading to the finish with May and United Kingdom in 26. I can't work out whether that's good for the United Kingdom or not. I think we probably just need to make sure that we get a good performance and the energy levels are up, up, up in the room. I agree with that. I don't think it is a great slot. I think last is just a little bit too late. You've really got to grab attention. That said, this is going to go big in the hall at least. And we've heard today that in the rehearsal, May did a really good performance. So... We're hopeful that that's going to translate to a really good result on the night. I have to say, I had this as a guaranteed top 10. Now I'm like, I hope it comes top half. Yes, exactly that. Expectations have been managed now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But look, I still love it to bits, you know. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. Mm. I I really do think this might be my favourite UK Eurovision entry because I'm not overly keen on most of them I have to say don't think we've got a really great history I think our our record is very much resting on the laurels of the fact that we could sing in English as an advantage when many people couldn't Mm. but that's the running order not much more to say really it's Friday it's Friday evening we're going to get this out to you. We're going to go out to the Euro Club for the penultimate time. We're going to see Charlotte Pirelli and Gemini, mm-hmm. who we did see briefly at the meet and greet in um, the Oge UK social this afternoon. They popped on stage to say hello. So, yeah, we're going to see them perform that for, I think, the first time in 20 years. Oh, God. 
I'm, I, I might be busy. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll be watching though. You have my support. So thank you again for listening. We will be back with you after the final at some point with a wrap-up of Eurovision. But just to say a huge thanks to everybody who's listened to our bonus episodes previewing Eurovision, our postcards from Liverpool, giving you a flavour and our thoughts of what's been going on this week. And of course, this is a precursor to the big season that we have that starts after Eurovision in June, which will be the Second Cherry 2023 Mm. Mm. podcasts. We do still want to hear from you, so please contact us. Like, um, well, we've had some comments, haven't we already, Monty? Well, we have, yes. I mean, we had an email from Hugh, which was absolutely lovely. I'm not going to read it out because he's commenting on something we were a little bit saucy about, (laughs) being a little bit saucy himself. But thank you very much for your email, Hugh. It's very, very lovely to hear from you. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Second Cherry, Instagram, Second underscore Cherry, and Facebook, Second Cherry Podcast. You can also email hello at secondcherry.vision hello at secondcherry.vision we'd love to hear from you thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you soon see you later bye Bye.